Hello, and welcome to the World Fellows podcast. My name is Emma Skye, and I'm director of the World Fellows program at Yale. My guest today is Laura Alonso, an Argentinian politician. Laura, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Emma. Laura, you've done many different things in your career. So let's start with your civil society work. How did you become so active in combating corruption? I am a democracy dreamer, a believer, a builder of democracy. And for me, there is no good society when there is no liberal democracy operating fully in favor of individuals and communities to progress. And corruption has been eroding democracies from the inside. It limits the opportunities for development and increases the tremendous inequalities in our societies. Corruption kills trust and the idea of progress and a better future for all. And it is the enemy of a good society. It is the enemy of climate change, of education, of peace. So for me, it was supernatural to work, think, and advocate in favor of freedom, equal treatment, and good governance as a corruption fighter, but especially as a democracy builder, as a democracy dreamer. So you were a democracy builder and a democracy dreamer, and you also decided to run for election for the National Congress. There aren't many people who kind of go from one side to the other. So what was that experience like? Well, I at that point, I felt that my purpose as a civil society activist, was reaching a ceiling, and I needed to do more. Uh, I was losing the focus on my purpose. I was feeling a bit empty. Most of my time was, you know, fundraising, doing administrative work at the NGO, and I was not really concentrating on the important thing. And this important thing was having a healthy open, liberal democracy operating fully. So this emptiness took me to this stage in which I was really uh, in a very personal, intimate manner. And it was a very personal call. I had this slight idea that I was ready to take a bigger role to amplify my voice, but also to represent millions of other voices. And however, I thought, you know, I had like, that I could do it. Before convincing others, the most difficult um, task was to convince myself that I was able to take the lead. And after some years now, and a lot of tears on this, Path, I am very happy of the choice that I made that weekend. Um, you know, watching at the sea, I took a couple of days off and thinking about my future. And with regards to congressional experience, you learn so much. You meet so many people. You embrace new causes. You are you become a channel for others to 
you know, to be out there and to speak for them and to find solutions for serious problems that are, you know, there in all of our countries. So this training, you know, it's like Congress, if you ask me, it's like if you want to be educated on the management of state affairs, you must have a congressional experience. Because there you discuss the budget, but you discuss defense policy, you discuss education policies, you discuss the reform of the judiciary, electoral issues. It's like everything is concentrated in Congress. So it's like this fantastic experience of being there exposed also coming from the outside to a different environment of very well-trained and professional politicians and many of them professional legislators because many people make their careers in Congress forever for 10, 12, 20 years. So it's a double challenge because you are coming from this other place of being a watchdog, of being a person who has exposed some of the problems of our Congress, our governments, our lack of transparency. And one day you are inside. And it takes a lot of courage to take, um, you know, the commitment to compromise. Because this is the other part. When you are in civil society, which I think it's correct, it's Everything it's about what is pure, what you really want as an ideal. But when you become part of the political system as a member of Congress or a political appointee or even a high public official, it's also about compromise because you need to reach a compromise to pass a law. You need to reach compromise to get your budget if you are in charge of um, you know, the government. Uh, so that's why I say that Congress is this kind of uh, fantastic school for the management of state affairs. But you also get criticized a lot when you're in politics. How did you build up the resilience to cope with all the criticism? Because I know that's what puts a lot of people off going into politics. Well, I think that it's important to have a work-life balance as in other sectors of business and to have a good emotional and a spiritual work, but also a very good you know, family and friends network to support you when the hard times come. And you learn to deal with that. And at some point you start laughing at that. And I think it's also important to have some humor on that and to take the bad critics and transform them into something positive and also to take the good criticisms to perform better. So, you know, you have to separate what are malicious criticisms from the positive ones that can make you a better person, a better official, a better citizen. So where did you feel you were able to make more difference? Was it in civil society or was it in Congress? Really, I think it is about the why 
the how and the who. You know, the, the what, what you want to achieve, why you are doing that, how you are doing that. And it's not necessarily about from where you are doing it, because it depends a lot on the stage and the moment of your life. So, of course, there is a huge difference when you enter into the political system in Congress, for example, or at the executive. So, you know, when you are, when you see that a law is passed and you have written some of the articles of that law, um, or you voted for a law that changed the life of millions, for example, same-sex marriage legislation, you feel so happy. However, when you are in civil society, you also have this privileged uh, microphone to point um, some difficult conversations that usually politicians tend to avoid. So I think that it's not about the where. I think it's about why you are doing that, how and what are you doing. And it depends on the stage of your own personal journey. So I encourage, of course, civil society leaders to cross over and to go into public sector in different capacities. You can be in Congress, you can be a political appointee, you can be a, an ambassador, you can go to an international organization, but to take uh, that responsibility at some point. Because people from civil society bring new air, fresh ideas, but they are also exposed with the um, practices and the traditions and the you know, behavior of the usual suspects inside political systems. And sometimes you get inside and you are very biased because you think that everything is wrong. And you're surprised because you find very good people, very good intentions, even your adversaries, and you can reach these agreements and make these compromises. And it's a puzzle. So this is, a, you know, the democratic journey. It's a puzzle. It's a construction, like a building. You are putting your brick, and someone else is going to be, bring his own brick. And if you can put them together, you are building a wall, you know, a good wall, not, not the bad one, not the wall that separates, the, the, the wall that, uh, you know, brings all these bricks together. So in a way, you know, this is what democracy is about, to build together with all the differences that we have in a peaceful way, uh, a better future for everyone. So I have to ask you, you know, what's next for your future? Are you going to run for election again? I think I'm going to be on the road. Uh, because democracies need dreamers, idealists, fighters, practitioners. And, you know, I am one more of millions of fellows around this planet that believe in democracy, that want to renew democracy, that want to make democracy work for the people. And I will be there with them, wherever, whenever, whatever they need from me, I will be doing my contribution. Well, Laura, I wish you all the best for the future. 
Thank you very much.